control, we have landed on the planet. It's been a long time, we should have never, never granted. But we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel. Part two will rock you, the voice of the people. We had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it. The industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes. Black, Bobby, Mac, Josh, Brian, and Mary. Got to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me. Josh is feeling it today. Come on! Come on! Yeah. Planet the planet is back. Planet the planet for back. Planet the planet the planet the planet the planet the planet is back. Yeah, buddy. We the best podcast. That was my DJ Khaled impression. Yeah. Does he even rap? No. In fact, he was recently the musical guest on SNL, and I said as a joke, what is he going to do? Just like yell out his name? And that's exactly what he did. He just brought out other artists and was like, Lil Wayne, everybody. And I'm DJ Khaled. We the best. Bless up. That's crazy. It's like the guy makes millions of dollars for just doing shout outs. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like what we do. I can't even get a dollar for a birthday <laughs> shout out at the club on a Friday night. No. <laughs> this guy's getting millions just shouting out his own name. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey. Well, anyway, welcome to the show. Hey. This is a weird introduction or start to uh, what we're doing. Let's uh, dive right in. I'm DJ Platypus here with uh, Josh Fiore. What's up, everybody? Bobby Mack in the house. Good morning, sir. And we are in the. Uh, we are in the the presence of greatness of, of DJ royalty, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. Very rarely do we have an artist of this caliber. Yes, on this broadcast. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm sorry. I thought you were being serious. Please go ahead, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen from the penthouse chain. Their head DJ, the one and only Mr. Anthony Binger Baleo, is in the house. I thought I was going to have to go outside and get somebody with that introduction. <laughs> somebody else coming in. No, just you. Okay. That's it. That's right. it. What's up, Bing? What's going on, man? Not much, man. We're happy to have you in the studio. Oh. Thank you for uh, blessing us with your greatness. Always one of my highlights to come and do this when you guys are doing this thing. So, so you're in Florida. You got this camper thing going on now. So you're, uh, is this like the Binger tour? Are you like doing a U.S. tour? No, I'm just coming down here for the week, and then I'm going to go home and go back to work tomorrow. It's a midlife crisis tour. Yeah. No, the motorcycle was the midlife crisis. <laughs> this is the end life crisis. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> so. The Twilight Years tour. <laughs> the Golden Girls. <laughs> Live in concert. Yeah, right. We should be playing Eagle songs while he talks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, slow ride. <laughs> So anyway, we've got a great show planned out today. We've got Binger in the house, obviously. He's going to stick with us for the whole show. And um, we're going to interview him in a minute here and find out the uh, skinny on what's going on in Binger's world. Um, not to mention porn star extraordinaire Rochelle Ryan. Yeah, she is extraordinary. We're going to get her on the phone, and uh, she's going to be part of What's Our Story. Now, we've heard some wild stories so far. We're, this is episode four, so... We've already had three versions of stories. Jimmy Boucher was actually quite funny last week with his stories, I thought. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, he had, uh, <laughs> he had a lot to, to tell us about. Um, but I'm assuming 
that Rochelle Ryan has stories that we don't even know about her that yeah, are right. insane. We don't, don't we don't live that life. No, think, think they're football stories, <laughs> perhaps. Perhaps <laughs> Th- there could be some sports involved. Um, <laughs> she really is amazing, and I can't wait to get her on the phone and and have some fun. Uh, and then Josh is uh, last week we left off the show with um, Dave Manick and EDIs in his pink shirt. And we've been trying to get Josh to do a uh, rap song every week for the show. We give him a topic, and he's supposed to come up with something. And Josh, you told us you have Mm. something for us today. I'm assuming that's what it is, right? I I got a banger. I got a banger (laughs) on deck right now. I got got in the lab, got in the booth there, and I I got some heat rocks ready to to unleash on Metal Manic. So it's about uh, Dave Manic and his... And and the pink shirt. And then also this morning, I couldn't help but notice Bobby Mack wanted to be fucking funny and post these Photoshop pictures of me and shit. So I added a little well, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Explain to the listening audience that doesn't have Facebook in our circle yeah, yeah. of what these magical pictures so were because they're brilliant. This, I wake up this morning to my to a ridiculous picture of my face <laughs> photoshopped onto every outrageous old school WWF wrestler. Yes, um, which you know that's what Bobby does. I get it, but what I do is I spit hot fire. So. <laughs> So you put so, together. So something. I put together a little something for Bobby as well. A diss track? Uh, not so much a diss track, but we were talking about Dave Manic and how he wears the pink shirt. And I said, well, you know, since we're talking about fashion uh, faux pas, you threw a Bobby. I threw a little, ba- a little Bobby Mac uh, section in there wow. as well. So we got a little bonus track today. Uh-huh, so we're getting two for one today. I love this. That is. Awesome. Yes. That is amazing. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, so I'm, stay tuned for that. I'm very, very excited about that. So which wrestlers did Bobby put you as? Okay, so Andre the Giant. Uh-huh. Uh, that looked almost natural, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's, <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah. Out of all the other ones, you stuck that. I was like, yeah. damn, dude. Uh, for a second, I was like, where did he get that picture of me in a Speedo? Like, <laughs> right, that's right. actually my physique and everything was right. pretty much right on point with that Andre. Uh, uh, we had Big Boss Man, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, my personal favorite, Honky Tonk man with the sequin jumpsuit was amazing that, you have to wear that to expo when, yeah. when i saw josh's face on honky tonk man yeah, it just fits right it's natural all i can think is him like doing interviews at expo dressed in up in that suit? outfit oh, with the with the sideburns oh, and dude, the, i'll do oh, it that was greatest so awesome. intercontinental it, champion ever it is las vegas <laughs> they've got to rent those costumes in yeah vegas. we can find an elvis suit in vegas that'll fit now before we go to break bobby take me through the process on something like this you wake up and you just want to fuck with one of your friends so like, how does it work i was I was recreating the the new Planet Platypus logo, right? The brand new relaunch, which looks logo. sick, and I can't wait to thank you so that. much. So I ha- and and I'm pulling pictures of you, me, and Josh to see if I can make a flyer. You know, I'm just I'm going through my computer to see what's in the folder that I've saved, right? Because whenever you guys post something to, to Facebook and I see a usable image, I might just grab it, save it, and put it away mm-hmm. because I know I'll be using that for something. Sure. sure. So uh, I guess at the pandemonium. Uh, the photographer had come up to Josh almost by surprise. You know how you're in the middle of like talking to people, you're in the middle of a club, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you turn around, people go picture, and yeah. usually it's a cell phone. Well, this time it happened to be a dude with a ginormous camera, and it just whitewashed Josh yeah, right in the face. Bright, right. It does Montoya with this bright-ass light, like a freaking lighthouse industrial size spotlight <laughs> that he just walked up right into my face with it like picture so and uh so my face i look kind of confused my eyes are kind of bugged out a little bit i just wasn't expecting that yeah, bright light professional in my roto light i'll have you know so you know? josh has this blank face <laughs> like the scene out of men in black where they hit you with a neuralizer <laughs> yes 
Yeah. So he's caught halfway between smile and confusion. And the minute it was posted, I cut it out and I go, I know I'm going to be able to use that for uh, something. So you just save it. Yeah. And then you go back to it on a rainy day. Right. So I was going to put our logo on something funny just to let people know we were recording today and something funny is coming. And right, I, right, right. I grabbed, uh, you know, and I started looking through all the old wrestler pictures because <laughs> they have bald heads. I was like, there's got to be a bald headed wrestler. Sure. I can put them on. Maybe King Kong Bundy or something. And then I just thought, Andre, with the giant... Fucking the fro. giant French fro that he has <laughs> yeah, on the yeah, big yeah. forehead. I'm like, that'll be It was perfect. brilliant. Yeah, it was great. And, and I wish I knew Photoshop because the way he just, because he even like kind of flattened out your face. Yeah, like blends it with you the skin look, tone and like, You yeah. look like a yeah. 450 pound wrestler in that picture. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible to me. Yeah. I don't know how you do it, but it's just, it's just awesome and scary at the same. Listen, Josh, welcome to the family because I have been on the receiving end. Oh, I of know you have many of those. <laughs> yes, I know you have. I know Binger has as well many times. I mean, and you guys only got to see the ones that Bobby was allowed to put on Facebook. There's a whole folder of pictures of me that I'm like, no, 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 put that gay homosexual stuff away. That I am not, you know. My mom reads Facebook. I don't want that out. And like, she doesn't understand Photoshop. And she's going to be mortified. He did one. This is a long time ago. Bobby photoshopped a picture. He went into some gay porn site, and there was these two gay guys spooning. <laughs> <laughs> and their crotches were, they were wearing jeans, and their crotches were wet. There wasn't, it wasn't like nudity. It was just, mm. th but they were definitely gay guys, and they were spooning. And the one guy had his tongue in the other guy's ear, and the other guy <laughs> peed himself, or whatever it was. And he put my face with uh, a roommate of mine at the time, and, and basically, you know, Said, here, I can post this if you want. So, like, no. so that's why you have the membership to that site. That's why. Okay, that's, my bad. that's why All Bobby right. has keys to my house, and, and, and I'm, a, I'm a donor in case he needs any body parts. Yeah. I mean, it's, he, he has so much uh, blackmail on all of us, but... Uh, I can't wait till we launch an area for people to come see all this fun shit, too. Like, I, I'm so stoked for the website. The website will be up in about two and a half to three weeks. We're doing the finishing touches on it right now. Um, we've been working on it pretty hardcore. Um, it's going to be pretty basic at first just because we don't have a ton of content right now. So I don't want to put all these gadgets out there that right. people are like, oh, look, they don't have. We don't have anything yet. We have right. four episodes of a podcast. Um, we've got Bobby's artwork. Uh, we're we're going to be taking and receiving a lot of pictures, hopefully hopefully from our friends who have clubs, and starting to get the content in. So the website will kind of grow in time, but it'll seem very basic in the beginning. I just want to for I don't want everyone to come out and think like the rubber the the ribbon cutting ceremony like but, we did before. You know, it's the same thing with the Howard Stern site though. Like, just show me where I can listen to the show and see the pictures. You know, as, yeah. as long as it's got that, I'm hooked. Yeah, I'm well, in. You're going to be hooked then because we're going to have plenty of that. And we've got plenty of more coming up on our show. So uh, we're going to take a quick break right now, guys. We've got Binger in the in the studio. So let's interview his ass. Let's find out something we don't know already know about Binger. Rochelle Ryan coming up. Um, not to mention um, Bobby brings out his inner Morgan Freeman later. And oh, yeah, Josh yeah. with the extreme Bobby Mass. mass. Bobby Mack diss track. Yeah, and, and, and the Dave Manick uh I can't wait for that. Okay, we'll be right back. Rick's Cabaret. It's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickchamperay.com for all your entertainment needs.
you're in the Baltimore area, there's no better place to be than the Baltimore Hustler Club. This club is operated on the highest level. Every detail is never overlooked. Beautiful entertainers just down the street from major sports stadiums. BaltimoreHustlerClub.com has all the information you're looking for. You can follow them on social media. For Instagram, follow at BeMoreHustlerClub. For Twitter, at HustlerClubs. And for Facebook, at HustlerMD. Or find them all at BaltimoreHustlerClub.com. Fun is just a click away. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, it was just that little moment of dead air there. It was just making sure everybody's around. Are we awake? You were all over that. Yeah, I was all over it. You're, you're very excited to get to the end of the show today because you really want to get that. <laughs> I'm always excited every week to do this show. This is like, I, this is my social life. So this is pretty much it is what it is. Well, that's awesome and sad at the same time. <laughs> yes, exactly. Great. I have nothing else to live for. This is it. What does that describe our lives or what? <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. You know, it is what it is, I guess, right? But we've got uh, Anthony Binger Baleo in the studio right now. So uh, I thought we'd kind of pick his brain. Um, Binger's easily one of the top five DJs in the country. I don't care what anyone says. You'd agree, right, Bobby? I absolutely agree. Josh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. I mean, and one of the most beloved personalities. That's the other thing. Everybody loves Binger. Yeah. And sometimes Binger's just an asshole, and people still love him. Yeah, they like that. About it's amazing him. to me. So, Binger, what's going on, man? Nothing. I'm just. Uh, Decided to come on down here, spend a few days. I was excited to that you asked me to do this. Like I said, I I like coming down here and doing this when you guys were right. first originally doing the planet. I loved in the uh, in the old studios. I like this because well, I have a puppy to play with here. Hi, Tiggs. <laughs> yeah, we've got Tiggs in studio. Josh's dog, who uh, does not like me. Yeah, the dog just busts your balls constantly. constantly. You guys have a very weird dynamic. We but, really uh, do. It's she, amazing. She just wants you to know, you know, she's in charge, and that's it. <laughs> that's, that's the way it is. So, so Binger, how long have you been with the Penthouse chain to- in total? Um, it'll be 11 years in October. Wow, that's not bad. So It's a good run. And you've always been in the New Orleans location, correct? Yeah, I, uh, I ended up there about 11 years ago, uh, just turned an application, and they needed, I think they needed to get rid of a guy the day they hired me. It was just all... That's just, the way it works a lot all, of the time. All mm-hmm. perfect timing, yeah. and I've been there for, I've been there ever since. I mean, they've... They've grown a lot, a lot of remodels, and um, but when I first originally started there, they didn't own the Penthouse brand. Now, now, now they own the name. Now they own the brand. They're, right. Like, any Penthouse you see is is ours, more or less, either a franchise or or we own it. So, and that's a big deal. They're also doing the licensing um, as far as far as the Penthouse name, putting it on a lot of stuff. Um, our licensing guy just got back from a huge licensing uh, meeting out in Vegas. Um, pushing it all over the country, everything from like towels, caviar, wines. Just, wow! Yeah, it's, 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 Bobby, it's a can you brand. think of anything that Penthouse should have their name on that they probably haven't thought of? Just off the top of your head. Uh, well, I was actually hoping we could put it on Natasha Nova's ass. I don't know what the <laughs> licensing fee is yeah. for that, but I mean, you want to talk about a girl who's that—that's prime advertising space. Have you seen the butt plug show? No, I <laughs> see. I judged the butt plug show okay. last well, year. It was you know what I'm talking eyes. about. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. And you don't know about it. Until <laughs> until 10 minutes into the damn show. And it's like, by the way, I've been holding this in the entire time. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> and it's almost got like a crystal end to it. So like the intelligent lighting hits one of those little like 
things off of her she's butt just plug. shooting rainbows out of her and ass. It, yeah. hit, it hits you in the eye. So at first, <laughs> you're like, is that a clit ring? And then you're like, oh, no. Oh, oh no. Yeah. It's, that's, that's far back. No, that's a, a lot, something a lot different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but okay, so so Penthouse is putting their name basically on everything. And, of course, they better be putting it on the Planet Platypus website. That, I hope. Oh, it's definitely oh, going to be on the Planet Platypus website. We've okay. already made that. Also, I've been given word that we're going to start doing the G-String Awards again. Oh, cool. Um, I don't know if we're necessarily going to be doing them in New Orleans. We might be doing them in our Pittsburgh club. Um, or, yeah, Pittsburgh. Or is it Pittsburgh? i got to figure out exactly. <laughs> in one of your clubs. <laughs> in yeah. one of our clubs. It's, uh, it, it's, uh, i got to think of exactly where it is. But it's not going to be in the New Orleans one. They're going to do it in one of our other ones. But we are going to bring that or bring back the G-String Awards. That was a big deal. And if it's done yeah. right, I think it's a, it's a really... when The few we got to do, they were extra super long. At just the way they, they handled it to where Gucci, she mm-hmm. won. And that, and that was a really big deal. Um, but I think if we streamline it and they bring it back, I think it would be a, a really fun deal. You know, I think it'd be a, a nice run. Something compromise. I would love to, go to see with that show come yeah, back for sure. It'd be something to go with the EDIs. You know, yeah. just a third, a, a, maybe a third show during that whole. We span. would definitely cover that event. There's oh, no doubt sure. about it. Hundred percent. Have sick. you guys there? Hundred percent. Invites go out. So. I uh, I love Mr. Kirkendall. I think he's a great guy. Uh, I've met him on several occasions. In fact, uh, Binger invited me out to um, Tampa about a year ago. And uh, Mr. Kirkendall, um, uh, John Kirkendall is the CEO, correct? Uh, he's the owner. Uh, Chuck is the CEO. I okay, believe. so I have to. I have to Kirkendall's I have to. the owner, and Chuck, is, and I love Chuck too. Chuck Chuck Rawlings, yes. Chuck's amazing. Just a cool guy. Very laid back. <laughs> Extremely laid back. We we bust each other's balls every year at Expo. And it's one of my favorite things. Uh, I I always go to the penthouse booth first because the penthouse booth is just ginormic it's just they they, <laughs> they spend so much money and time into that it's, we're it's the, awesome we're actually the main you're the main stage, stage this year we're the main stage this yeah. year and i'm emceeing it for two days and i so. can't i can't wait to see your head explode it's gonna be awesome yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be really really awesome you do it will explode after the first day or the second one i'm trying to figure it out it it should start exploding the second you make announcements that binger's gonna have features on the main stage <laughs> in the convention <laughs> at expo Contact Anthony Binger Baleo for any features that are interested in performing uh, on the main one. stage on the convention floor. Okay, fuck you. I got to take my phone number yeah, off Facebook. Your head, will, <laughs> <laughs> your head will explode about an hour and 15 minutes after this broadcast, just uh, so you know. I'm going to have him make sure they call Eddie, my licensing guy. There you <laughs> go. Now, Binger's been in the game a long time. If I'm not mistaken, you're a New England guy also. You got your start out there? No, I, okay. I never. I, I'm from Boston. Okay. Um, but I, I've only uh, DJed down south. Okay. North, North, North Carolina being as north as I've been. I, um, when I was first starting out, uh, like 20 years ago, I auditioned and actually got hired for the centerfolds that was there. That, okay. That yeah, in Boston? Yeah. Yeah, yeah beautiful and, club. And, yeah, and just uh, something came up and I ended up having to go... Uh, down south or or something like that, but no, I've never actually managed the DJ up there. Oh, okay. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it's awesome. I mean, did did you ever see yourself where you are today when you got first into the business? Because you're a main player for Penthouse. Oh, abs- absolutely not. I when I I did this because I was I was working as a sous chef in North Carolina, and um, a friend of mine who was who I who was bringing me in, I was just hanging out with. His mom died, and I had only been working as part-time just to help him out, like, on Sunday nights at Pure Gold. And his mom dies, 
And he goes, oh, I need you to cover this weekend. And Alex Taylor was the feature at the time, and this was the Rockingham race weekend. And I went, and I, and I had to. I felt obligated to help him out. And I called my work and told him I'm going to do this. And I made so much money in one weekend, like four times the amount I would have made and a weekly paycheck right. that I called my boss the next day and went, no. Yeah. <laughs> I worked 60 hours last week and I didn't make anything comparable. Now ask me again. Now what I should, I mean, as you get older, you get worried about it. Like it's, there's been certain times up until the past 11 that I've been worried about it. That's why mm-hmm. I switched to management, got scared. Like, Maybe I didn't make a good move. I should have stayed with Yeah, this. but you yeah. handle stress very well. I've seen you under stressful conditions. Uh, when we had the expo in, in New Orleans that year, you had a lot on your plate that week, and you handled it pretty flawless. It's, I mean, I was I was very surprised. In the end, it's just titties and alcohol. It ain't, it's not Yeah, but no, you, you and I both know that there are moments in that weekend that you're getting crushed, and there's really... Yeah, what a host, man. He took care of everybody Everybody. Yeah. They everybody. handed me a show. I didn't know what the feature show was. I was under the impression that I was getting a feature show that in, that involved a couple of features. I didn't know I was getting 12 feature shows handed to me. Yeah. That, that, that was the whole mis... That was just a miscommunication for everybody. I, I knew we were doing a show... I didn't know we were doing 12 different features yeah, that, that was night. Crazy. I, I thought the Canadian connection they were speaking about or whatever that was was two girls. I right. thought I thought it was uh, for some reason I thought it was just two girls. It was doing, a troop of girls. It was 12 of them in shot <laughs> with, with and I didn't have any music. I begged them not to give me last minute flash drives that had shit on them when you put it in and yep. then the yeah. and computer went crazy. And then I ended up having to improvise, putting in other stuff. But I said, you know what? It is what it is. I said, I should have asked more questions than what I did ask. And I didn't. I mean, so let's just take care of this and get this going. I mean, just so. as a patron that yeah. night at the club, you would never know anything was awry. I mean, that was a really smooth show. And your club is probably hands down my favorite club that I've been to ever. You need to see it now. Yeah. To where we've complete. We added like a $200,000 light system in little floaty balls and yeah shit. floaty <laughs> so, balls floating balls <laughs> so they 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 like the floating balls me eh, they're fun to play with it's kind of cool for fun Mardi to play Gras, with though. the balls yeah yeah <laughs> that was the first place i've ever had naked sushi was at fingers club that's right yeah that's, yeah. that's our christmas party again, a lot of firsts had happened at your club so that was yeah. a good party remember uh jake crawley won dj of the year that night yeah I remember yes that he did too. yeah that was that was really yeah i lost that night really cool in <laughs> <laughs> <Join> the club <laughs> <laughs> but I still had a great time. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> at least you're not bitter. No, no, not at all. Fucking Crowley. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we've got Binger for the whole show, so I'm sure we've got more questions for him as time goes on. But I really, no offense, Binger, but I really want to find out some crazy dirt and stories on Rochelle Ryan. I, I got to get Do you object by... I'd rather hear about her than me, too. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> so With that said, let's take a quick break. Let's uh, reconvene. Let's get Rochelle on the phone. And let's find out stuff we didn't know about Rochelle Ryan. Because I'm sure there's a few things. Monroe's Palm Beach is an award-winning club for good reason. Come in for the amazing food and stay all night for the party. Monroe's regularly books feature entertainment and the top mainstream DJs. Jimmy Boucher is the current DJ of the year and keeps the party going until 5 a.m. Check out the upcoming events at MonroesPalmBeach.com. Nobody does more events than Monroe's Palm Beach. It's the best party in Palm Beach County. Monroe's has won more awards in the past five years than any independent club in the industry. 
Check out MonroesPalmBeach.com. It's not just a party, it's an experience. Playmates is Miami's best kept secret. Great food and top level entertainment. Playmates features events and a great menu. Check out PlaymatesClub.com for all your entertainment needs. This club is known for great customer service, not to mention it's a nonstop party. The staff is friendly, the club is beautiful, and there's never a shortage of hot entertainers. PlaymatesClub.com, the party is on. Holy shit. It's always fun to have Binger in the house with us. He's sitting in studio with us today. And uh, Binger, I love having you in town, man. Can you just move here? Can you yeah. move to Florida? I'm going to be a part-time resident with the RV. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, now you have the RV, you pretty yeah. much can be a part-time resident. No shortage of trailer parks down here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, think, you think the Mexicans getting out of a car 100 at a time is a stereotype? You haven't seen rednecks pouring out of a bunkhouse in a fucking RV park yet. I live five <laughs> miles from Davie. I've seen plenty. <laughs> There's a family of 16 that got out next to me. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, we, we always do a segment on the show. It's my favorite segment. Hey, Bobby Mack, what's the name of Bobby the segment? Mack. It's called, What's Your Story? <laughs> yes. That's right. Where we try to find somebody from our industry. Um, everybody has a strip club story. Everybody has a story about their life. Everybody has a story. So um, out of all of our friends, who do you think would have the best stories? It's got to be one of these uh, porn stars, I would think. One of these porn stars? Yeah, it's got to be one of. It's gotta <laughs> what, be do you, one. what do you mean by these porn <laughs> well, stars? Well, I was trying to Josh. build up. Like we don't. Like obviously they know who's on the fucking show. <laughs> I was trying to build up to the intro, but I guess they they saw the fucking headline. They know who's on the show. Well, Josh <laughs> got you, nervous. <laughs> I I do. I always get nervous around Rochelle. She makes you nervous. She does. She's one of the few few women I get very nervous around still. If you're if you're Italian or from oh, New England, it, these is just an adjective. Is that yeah, true. you know so these over here. It's gotta be one of these pawn broads. So, Josh, <laughs> why don't you introduce who's on the phone right now? All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor and a privilege to welcome our guest today for what's your story? The world famous TMZ loves her, Rochelle Ryan. Everybody. Hey! Hey! Uh, What's up, Rochelle? Yes. All of my favorite DJs, too. <laughs> How are you guys? Well, we're great. We're just warming up for our big bukkake scene with you <laughs> at the end of the show. Oh, my groceries. We just need, you guys just need Alec Lepper there, and then it's probably, like, complete. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, way to be... bring the show down, Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would, be, that would be actually, that would actually be really fun. I think Lepper's funny. Dirty, he's dirty and rocky, too. Like, he would complete. That whole like. <laughs> well, Rochelle, let me ask you: Do you, you, you consider your a... Do you consider yourself dirty or raunchy at, at, at all, ever? Um. Yes and no. I <laughs> I like to think when I'm at home having sex, I'm pretty vanilla and on camera too. But I don't know. I could be a pervert, I guess. Like. I don't know. What's the most perverted thing that I you've done? I can be done? a little bit dirty. What, what's, what's perverted about you? Yeah. You said you can be a pervert. So what? give <laughs> us some insight of of how you're perverted. Um, Like when I'm on set and stuff like that, like I like watching, you know, other people have sex. Like 
when I'm in the strip clubs, like normally I'm not like posing on the girls, but like if it's a new club, I'm always like trying to check out their pussies and just see what they look like. I think that makes me feel like a pervert. But. She is like us after <laughs> all. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's one of, one and of the my, business, a- like, I don't know. Almost natural, I guess. Rochelle was always one of my very favorite features that we'd have come to the club. She's she's just always such a good Aww. time, and I and I know what she's saying with which there, there's like this fine line with her with like the the raunchy, dirty shit that you see her do on camera, like that's there. But when you when she steps into the club, she is one hundred percent a class act. I mean, she's always dressed to the nines. She Aww, always looks great. Gosh. She always represents her brand very well. And let's take it a step further. Outside of the club, when you're just being friends with Rochelle and, and you're having a regular conversation, she's like one of the guys. Like yeah. it's, it's, oh, this, yeah. it's the weirdest transformation. <laughs> Pretty she, much. she goes from being like this, this crazy sex pot on film, right, to being this very professional um, feature entertainer at your club, somebody that's a joy to work with, to being literally one of the guys talking sports, <laughs> Talking pussy, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like sports and pussy. Man. Probably, yeah. probably knows more than football than I do. <laughs> she knows a lot about football, a lot, a lot. Well, so, thank you. So, Rochelle, I want I want to get to a story of yours, and I wanted to go somewhere into the porn thing where you're on set. What is the craziest story that comes to mind when I say, what's the craziest thing that happened to you on set of any porn you've ever done at any time? Oh God. It makes me think of this one time. It was probably about nine, 10 years ago. I was on set and I was working with this guy. Um, he's no longer in the business, but he had the greatest name. His name was Buster Good. Like Buster he was kind Good. of an oddball. He <laughs> had a good, yeah, Buster Good. Hey, he's like, I have to ask you a favor. And I was just kind of like, oh, he probably needs me to like, just kind of fluff him up, get him warmed up, whatever. I don't mind doing that because I don't want to have to deal with a guy with a soft dick and worry about him getting all excited on set. So I'll help the guy out. So he lays on the bathroom floor and he's like, I want you to pee in my mouth. And I'm just like, what? He wants you to pee in his mouth? <laughs> Yeah, to like get his to get his dick hard. He wanted me to like piss in his mouth, and I was just kind of like, you know, two three years in the business. I'm just kind of like, what? Like this is what turns guys on to get them hard. I'm like, geez. Now, mind you, still to this day, I've been in porn almost 13 years. I cannot pee in front of anybody. Like I have to. Have <laughs> so, Rochelle, okay. when you're in your personal life. I mean, I, I know you and I have talked about this personally before where there's kind of like a light switch where you can kind of go into Rochelle Ryan, the actress, and then, you know, being a human being outside of there, uh, outside of the industry. Have you noticed, and, and I ask every porn star, star the same question, have you noticed th- a disconnect because of your professional life is having sex? So when you're personally into a guy, you go on a date, you go home and you decide you're going to give it up. I, I, is it mechanical for you is it emotional for you tell me tell me the difference there um it all kind of depends uh i tend to like i choose not to date so i do hook up with a lot of 20 year olds i have what i call like (laughs) a 20 year old roster almost like a starting five and like basketball i have like my point guard like my go-to like my power forward, like I have that. Like a um, top eight. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she's like American Idol for sex. I'm, yeah. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Um, I wouldn't say it's like mechanical because if I'm choosing to have sex with you in my personal life, it's because I really want to. And I have to have some sort of connection. I have to like you. Um, I wouldn't say it's emotional because I do have sex with a lot of these 20-year-olds and I'm just kind of like, as soon as, you know, it's done, it's over, like I am kicking them out faster than they can put their clothes on. So wow. I wouldn't say it's really emotional. She's but, such a dude. You know, she I, is a dude. Um, I like them. So, so I really am. <laughs> so Rochelle, t- tell me a story about one of those twenty-year-olds in your personal life that you know you thought you were going to have fun and it went the other way. <laughs> like I'm assuming well, to a twenty-year-old having a porn star in any capacity in the in the bedroom has got to be like a mind-blowing experience, right. and, and I'm sure for Rochelle having a young virile twenty-year-old uh, perform on her. Uh, is exciting as well because that's her thing, right? Super over eager and right. super undereducated. So, so there's yeah, it's a re- as Bobby is saying, there is a recipe for disaster. Please tell me one of your disasters. Oh God, okay, so it's like can't make this up. And people, I posted something about it on Twitter, and not a lot of people believe me, but it was the God's honest truth. I hooked up with this kid. I wanted him. He's from Florida. But he lives in Vegas now. He's been a good friend of mine, and he was a virgin. And that was kind of like always on my bucket list to take his virginity. So one night we were out drinking. We were in the sports books at one of the casinos. And he brought me back to my house. And and I don't know why, but, like, I was kind of nervous. And I think it's because him and I were just really good friends. Like, he's a huge Giants fan. Like, we've gone out during the season to so many sports bars and watch the game and stuff. So it's easier if I don't like, like the, if, if I, if they're not like a friend or whatever, but I um, know. So I was just kind of like, I was a little drunk. I was like, okay, if I'm going to fucking take this kid's virginity, I'm going to fucking do it tonight. So I was like, uh, well, his name is Brian. I was like, Brian, I was like, do you want to go upstairs? And he was all eager to be like, yeah. So he goes up to my, goes up to my room and I have this, Sweet little French bulldog, Josh. I know you know my dog. Oh, little icon. This poor kid's allergic. Yes, this poor kid's fucking allergic to fucking dogs. <laughs> and my dog sleeps in the Everything's swelling up. Dogs. Everybody yes, in the studio just so shifted in their icon. chairs. <laughs> I thought like jumping on the bed. I walked the dog out of the fucking bedroom. Whatever. So I get to, you know, start like messing around with the kid and stuff like that. And like, too punk chump, like typical, like typical virgin. Like I just start blowing him, hop on top. He comes in like two, like literally two pumps. And poor kid's like blowing all over. <laughs> so he has an allergic reaction because of the dog, because of all the dog hair. <laughs> giving him Benadryl afterwards, like giving him Pedialyte, making sure he was hydrated. She's giving him Bro, that, that kid has the, the best story, virginity like, story ever. Oh, yes. Or the worst. Like, he literally lost his virginity to a porn star, then it has a fucking full-blown allergic reaction to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Rochelle, re- real quick. I don't want you to name names, because I know you won't, and, you know, we're friends, so I don't, I'm not trying to put you on the spot like that, but off the top of your head, how many celebrities do you think, and that includes sports athletes, how many celebrities do oh, you think yeah. that you've had sex with in your entire life? Just a number. I don't want a name. Um, 150. <laughs> probably, 
Yikes, that's a lot. <laughs> so what, 70? 30. 30? 30? No, I'd say probably like 30. 30. Shit, no, actually maybe not. Maybe like 40. I forgot that I banged like some basketball players too. <laughs> so probably like 40. I forgot that one day. Okay. <laughs> Rochelle, who's better in bed? one day. Who's better in bed? A football player, a basketball player, a baseball player, or a hockey player? Or a rapper. Let's throw a rapper in there. No, keep the rappers out. Keep, keep the rappers football, out. Football, for sure. Football, for sure. Why Why football? Oh, yeah. Like, like what's what makes football players so much better than they, any other sports they, athlete? They try I harder think, for less. <laughs> they, they have, like, they have this stamina. I mean, actually, you know what? You know who... UFC fighters, actually, they probably take the cake. Like, they have, like, the stamina and just, they're so strong. And, you know, some football players can be a little lazy, too. But, <laughs> no, UFC fighters, they're just very, like, hyper and strong. And they want to throw you all over. It's almost like they want to show off what they're doing in the ring. I don't know. <laughs> wow. They basically beat you up with their pelvis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. In a pinned position. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Rochelle, to me, you know what's funny too when when I'm actually in the privacy of my own home and I'm watching porn and I'm you know whatever. If if I, uh-huh. I surf while I'm watching porn, you browse a little bit, right, yeah. right. If I come across a Rochelle Ryan, it's it's like I have to. I I can honestly say I have never <clears throat> done the dirty while watching Rochelle Ryan, and there's a reason it's for it. Awesome. It, it, it's very awkward <laughs> yeah. because we're friends. It, it really is. It's yeah. kind of like you're you're beaten off and your sister sees you. You know what I mean? It's just like that feeling <laughs> of like, oh, like I have to like really like go quickly if I see over. And, and, and she's everywhere. Man. She's you stop browsing through everywhere. those clips. I don't care what the category Mills. is. <laughs> you're gonna find her. Mills. Whatever you're into. <laughs> Big black dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like Midgets, <laughs> tall guys. <laughs> I've seen yeah. her in some foot videos. Fucking crazy. She's everywhere. Listen, I'm in a weird anal shit, feuds. Man. It takes a little bit more to entertain me, so you know, don't don't judge me, Binger. Shit. Come on, man. Ro- Rochelle, do you have any stories like when you're with family or friends outside of the business, and somebody recognizes you, and you've been extremely embarrassed? Um, I don't get embarrassed. I actually get like really like mean and bitchy. Um, most recent, I was in, I know, and I try not to get like that because I, I don't really like to have to pull the bitch card, but for the past couple of years, I've been shooting a lot of MILF porn, and, and I love shooting MILF porn because I kind of get to flip the roles, and I get to be a little more dominant, which, which I like being like that. Like, I like kind of bossing these 20-year-olds around, and I like, you know, the grabbing the parent, reins the and fucking how I want to fuck oh, yeah. stuff, oh, yeah. but... <laughs> Yeah, that's a little weird, but, you know, because if I had, like, a stepkid or whatever, I definitely wouldn't be having sex with them. I think that's fucking weird as shit. But why do they always pick the I hottest girls up. for that video? You know, yeah. you never noticed that? Yeah, like, it's never, like, just like a... She's uh, right. It's, oh, it's, I know. It's almost morbid, if yeah. you think about it, but they're always the hottest people it's in those like, films. It's all, yeah. like, role-playing. I, it's all, like, role-playing. I get it. But, yeah, it's fucking weird, but... Um, Recently, I was in upstate New York for Memorial Day weekend visiting my family. And, like, they know what I do, but it's nothing like we don't discuss it, anything like that. And I was out to eat. It was my dad, 
my stepmom, myself, my sister. And I see like these two young guys like start coming at me and I could see they were just all giddy and excited. And I was just literally sitting at the table and I don't know why it came natural to me. I like grabbed the knife that was on the table and I just like, because I knew they were coming and like getting autographs or whatever. But um, I looked at them and I was like, if you know what's best, you're not going to come up to me right now when I'm with my family. <laughs> and they just kind of started laughing and like ran away. But oh, yeah, it's crazy that I just thought of this story. But kind of the craziest story I've ever had with like a fan encounter. You would appreciate this one, Platt. I, my dad brought my sister and I to the Buffalo Bills and Giants game in Buffalo, New York. And we parked at, like, you know one of those places you can kind of, like, park in a field, like, off, you know, stadium mm-hmm. parking? Yeah, right. And we we left the game. Mind you, how many, like, seats are in Buffalo Stadium? I mean, granted, it probably wasn't a sold-out game, but let's say there's 60,000 people there. Mm-hmm. We are walking back. We get in my dad's truck. I hop in the back seat. Now, I don't think I look like Rochelle Ryan when I'm in public, but I get out. You could recognize me, but I was in a jersey, hair and a ponytail, jeans, totally incognito. We are walking. I get to my dad's truck. I hop in the back seat, and these two young guys go up to the window and where my dad was, and they were like, can we get a picture with Michelle Ryan? And my dad, like, went off. He was like, no, beat it, kid. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, it's, just, it's just crazy to me. And, like, it's crazy and it's creepy that it's like they recognized me, followed us all the way to my where my dad's truck was parked. And yeah. as we're pulling off, go up to my dad's window. And you think they would know, but, I mean, who knows? But, yeah, that was probably... It's almost like living a double life if you think about it, because you have your porn oh, world. Oh, for sure, and, and, I totally live a double life. Yeah, I mean, I think we all do in, in some regard in this industry. You know, like when I'm home with my family, we don't talk about strip clubs. You know, and and but. Oh yeah, you have to live a double life, otherwise you'll go crazy. Yeah, so but I can. I'm sure. But with, half half of that life has got to drive you nuts because basically, like she's just said to you. Literally, half the people that walk up to you, their opening line is, hey, I've spanked it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that, okay, let me ask it you something. It usually doesn't. Is that complimentary it or is it creepy? It bother me if the time is right. If a guy says um, he spanked to you, is that a compliment? How they, uh, I, I guess, I mean, it's like, you know, I do porn for a living. It's out there. I guess it's all just kind of like, when and where and how they're doing it. Like, if they just come off, like, yeah. creepy, it's kind of like, oh, It's God. a much better answer if but, you worked you know, at the bank. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But, no, I mean, it's par for the course. I do what I do. And, you know, I just, I always put it out there to the fans. I'm like, hey, you clearly can tell I'm with my family. Like, don't bother me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. All right, Rochelle, before but, we let you go, um, you can have sex with any celebrity in the world. Um, who would it be? Oh, good question. Oh gosh, I want that. Uh, I want Nick Bosa, the kid. I think he's a God. I don't even know what position he plays. I think he's a linebacker. The San Francisco Forty ers just picked yeah. him up in the draft. Nick Bosa. But um, yeah, I want him. Nick like, Bosa. Really bad. I've been sliding that kid. So yeah, like, you can have fuck. sex with a I'd world leader. You can have sex. <laughs> With somebody, the guy who invented internet, the the guy who cures cancer, and you okay, picked Nick Bosa. I, yeah, like he's 
Oh, I love Nick Bosa. She's such a dude. Um, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's not answering. Wait a second. I, I don't want to. Which dude is answering that question? Well, no, but you know what I mean, though. She's so fixated on 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 the hotness, sports, and you know, like you know. It's great that like of all the things she like all the stuff she should be on in TMZ. What they always talk about with her is football. Always, yeah, that is that that is actually yeah, what she's I like find the football always chick. impressive. Like you're you're a huge porn star to them, and mm-hmm. all this other shit that they could be coming at you with. It's always football. Like when you were going at it with Janelle, I think that was her name. That was great when those Twitter things yeah. and you, and you yes. said, "Why don't you let me?" Okay, fine. Why don't you let me on your show, and then we'll see who knows more about football. And I was dying yes. for that shit to happen. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rochelle Ryman, she really found like a lane with that sports stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as uh, uh, like uh, podcasting and that kind of thing, I think there's definitely like a future. For I'd her like to that. see her. There was that was awesome. Yeah. I was hoping that they did that when when I was hoping that they went and she was on the Janelle show. With, can you when did that. can you imagine having her on your fantasy football? Team, yes, <laughs> I absolutely could. Yes, and I could also. Uh, I, I would love to have a game show with uh, Rochelle and Lisa Ann, and have them like just sports, like sports trivia, yeah. Yeah, and have yeah, them yeah. go head to head for the title because Lisa Ann's another one. She knows a ton about sports. Oh, Tons. she's all fantasy sports though. Yeah. She loves fantasy football. That's her thing. That's amazing. See, I've like I sort of hate fantasy football just because I hate like having to pick, you know, players on other teams and going up against my Giants. Like I'm just a diehard Giants fan. You know, so sometimes fantasy can be a little too stressful. I just get annoyed with it. Especially when you're feature dancing because sometimes I want to set my lineup before the game starts on Sunday, but I'm in the air traveling and you know, sometimes the IR report's not released and you know that was my struggle with it when I played fantasy. So I took last year off. I might take this year off. I haven't decided. <laughs> Rochelle, how many how many New York Giants have you had sex with? <laughs> Seventeen. A lot. Oh. What's well, a lot? Seventeen. Give me a number. Give me a number. Probably like ten, maybe. Ten. <laughs> so double that. Ten. <laughs> wow. Is there another team? That you have had sex with more professional athletes than the New York Giants. Oh God, um, I don't know. Probably the. Uh, oh no, actually the Cincinnati Bengals. What? Yeah. Really? <laughs> Pac Man. Yeah. That's funny. I That's, wonder, if, I, have yeah. you ever turned somebody down for sex that you wanted to have sex with? Yes, a professional but, or a bowler. But you, <laughs> but, you, but you didn't because of the team they played for. Oh, good question. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. She's not fucking any cowboys. Definitely. <laughs> Nobody is. No, hell no. No, it was actually, it was somebody on the Eagles. And he was just, he's just a cocky fuck. Like, I mean, everybody, like a lot of girls in porn talk about this guy because He's just, he's just a huge porn fan. He wants to go after all the stars, and we're just like, bro, like, I'm not going to be a notch under your belt. Like, if I'm banging you, it's because I want to bang you, and, you know? So, yeah. All right, Rochelle, one he's last douche. question, because we really got to go, but I can, I can interview you all day. Okay. But, like, um, <laughs> how, many, how many times do you think in your life, if you had to put a number on it, have you actually had intercourse? Just sex. Wow. Just how many times? Oh Lord! If you had to put a number on it, break out the abacus. I'm I'm very curious as to what your oh. guess would be on this. I mean, 
Do you think oh, we're intentional? Jesus. Probably- Let's pull the room. Josh, how many times do you think, both personally and professionally, has Rochelle Ryan had sex in her lifetime? I mean, I don't even know the answer to that okay. question for no, me, and I'm like a I don't think Rochelle knows. fat goof. So, <laughs> so for a porn star, I would say, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got to be in the tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be, man. Bobby Mack, tens what do you think? Tens of thousands. Uh, You're talking see. about how many times you said, not how many partners, how many Just times. for the record, Bobby's got his calculator. I, I do. <laughs> I was thinking if she's had sex three times a day for, let's say, 20 years okay, on average, that puts her three at Three times a day? Well, on average, because you might do it five times in one day, you might skip a day, whatever. But uh... <laughs> oh, no. so, what number did you come up with? Oh Bobby? God! Okay, so I've been having sex for seventeen uh, years. All right, so I was a little uh, off. I'm, oh, I'm God, gonna go with ten thousand. I'm gonna go with ten thousand. Oh, you're low, Binger. If I guess, if this price is right, can I guess a dollar? And <laughs> <laughs> I can win? No, there's no getting out of this one. Rochelle's our buddy. She's not. Okay, get I mean, I'm, I'm on. I'm on the. Uh, I'm on the Bobby theory. It just because if, ten thousand. Well, no, I'm. I'm actually going to go like twelve. There, if you're shooting, I mean, I know they shoot several. They shoot several scenes a day, right? It's not like you do one scene and it's like let's yeah, go. Yeah, but I only shoot one a day. You do. All right, I'm gonna give it a bit. Of, I'm gonna go. Down. I'm gonna go seventy-five hundred. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good guess because that's a pretty good guess because once a day for seventeen years is six thousand two hundred five. Okay, so Binger might be in the okay. ballpark. And Rochelle, what do you think if you had you to know, take that a guess? Sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. <laughs> what do I win? <laughs> you get your name. Have you sex with Rochelle. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, Rochelle, fuck, Mary, kill. Josh Fiore, Bobby oh, Mack, Lord. Binger. <laughs> you gotta... Oh, damn. No, come on. You got to mix no, it up a little no, bit. No, 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 no. Josh, Bobby, Binger, oh, fuck, Mary, kill. Marry me, honey. Okay, I can cook. Whoever has the most... Okay, whoever has the most money, fuck. I'm going to marry. So I don't know who has the most money. Bobby, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even have a fucking job, lady. Okay. <laughs> little Bobby. <laughs> well, fuck. Well, we found the kill one. <laughs> wait, wait. Which one said they didn't have a job? Bobby said, "Yeah, Bobby said he just lost his job." So. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll kill Bobby. Thanks um, a lot. Fuck. I'd probably marry Josh because. Josh and I have just vibed well forever. Yeah, we're soulmates. Just tell, just tell him. Kill Binger. <laughs> Sorry, Binger. <laughs> All right. Wow. <laughs> I win again. Yeah. Actually, our fans won, Bobby, because uh, that's where we're going to wrap up this segment right now. Rochelle Ryan, thank you so much for always being, you know, in our corner, always just being oh, the coolest. You guys. You're a good friend. You're just really cool to even talk to and be around. And, and I personally just think the world of you. So does everybody in this room. We all have uh, tremendous I've... respect for you. I know we bust your balls, but we, we, we have tremendous respect for you. Absolutely. No, back off you. I love you guys. Oh, we love you too, Rochelle. Hey, stay tuned. We got a quick word from our sponsors, and then we're going to come back with a little track that I did about our boy Dave Manick and a little bonus track about our very own Bobby Mack. So we'll be right back after this. Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. Panda stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, Panda is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry 
with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of Panda yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better. Hey, are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. CinefoldStrips.com has you covered. CinefoldStrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. CinefoldStrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. CinefoldStrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. back everybody thanks josh yeah man how about rochelle she's amazing the, the, just endless stories yeah one of my favorite people not just in our industry just in general she's a great girl we didn't even scratch the surface either of like the stories no, we did that, not like we got to have her on again and like be more prepared. she needs to start her own podcast oh my god i don't think that she has time she has no time let's sign her yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i just had a flashback jesus yeah man so um you know josh Actually got in a bit of a feud today. I wouldn't on say Facebook. a feud. Okay, uh, what would you say? A it tiff. wasn't a feud. Yeah, not nothing. It was nothing. It was just a, a maybe a difference in opinion. That's all. So <laughs> that was convincing. I was yeah. buying it. Yeah. yeah. So so Bobby posted the wrestling pictures, right? Yeah. yeah. And then um, there was a picture of you and Jeb. Yeah. As wrestlers. Right. Bobby Photoshop, both of you. Jeb Gerald sits on the board of directors for Panda. Let's just make that known for right. Panda is the Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association, and they have over a thousand members. And, and we work hand in hand, and they're right. one of our they're, sponsors. They're definitely, there's definitely a partnership <laughs> right. there. Jeb's, yeah. Jeb's a friend. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. He's a friend of ours. Yeah. So, a friend of ours. A friend of ours. So, Josh and Jeb get into a, a conversation on a thread, and it, Leads to charting, Because right? you posted the phrase, hashtag, the planet is back. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then Jeb had mentioned something. Does the planet chart? And then I right. posted back saying something that you don't want Josh to chart because it'll be all Spanish <laughs> yeah, music. Right. Ten yeah. songs by Bad Bunny. Yeah, right. yeah pretty much. Just, just you know, Because yeah. you work in the heart of Miami where yeah, it's... Northern Cuba, I like to call it. A lot of reggaeton. A lot of reggaeton. And not just like reggaeton, but other kinds of Latin music also. But we play a lot of EDM and a little bit of hip-hop. I try to mix it up a little bit of everything. But, so now, on the Panda end, yeah. these charts are very important to them. They have a lot right. of members... And they work out deals with different record companies and different producers and things of that nature. And they really need all their members to chart these songs. It's about 10 or 11 songs on a list. And you basically put the name of the song and the artist and you're done. It's very right. simple. It usually takes about five minutes at the most. Yeah. Um, so Jeb made a comment. Josh made a comment. And it got a little sticky, uh, you know. I wouldn't necessarily say they were. Well, I haven't feuding. seen the response. He 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 just said that I should chart, and I said, "Well, it's just not my thing. I don't I don't personally make the charts, but you know, it's it's just I choose not to participate." And, and let's be let's be fair. This is Jeb's uh, duty. This is Jeb's yeah, supposed yeah. to generate, right. you know, interest in, in Jeb, in, Danny Myers, Elon, Dane. Correct. They are all pushing these charts for very good reason. Right. And we're not, not attacking Josh. He's just doing his job. And I get it. I and totally in all fairness, it. we're not trying to make fun or light of the charts themselves. 
but the conversation that was had uh, during the break. Right. Bobby- I stated it was just my <laughs> personal opinion that it's kind of a pointless practice in my mind, and I just don't And do Bobby it. read the reply during the break, and I, I happened to be over his shoulder I haven't seen the reply it. yet. Well, I'm glad you haven't, because, <laughs> because right now I've asked Bobby to read the reply from Jeb and uh, in only a way that Bobby Mack could, and uh, let's bring in uh, Morgan Freeman to do the read, right? So, uh, Mr. Freeman, it's very nice to have you here. It's been a long time. Well, hello there. Thank you. It is always a pleasure to come down here to Planet Platypus Studios and look at your smiling faces. Awesome. Now, um, you, you heard that Josh and, and Jeb Gerald had a little back and forth. So if you would, you know, um, I, I know you hate doing these reads, but you're so good at them. I would love for you to give us an official Morgan Freeman read on the Josh Jeb Gerald tiff. Well, of course, as you know, that would be my extreme pleasure. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's unreal. Jeb Jarrell posts 1,000 plus potential podcast listeners, and yet you choose not to participate. Disappointedly noted. <laughs> Josh Fiore replies, Yeah, I won't dump on what y'all niggas is trying to do. <laughs> I personally find it to be a pretty pointless practice. To which Jeb Jarrell writes the following paragraphs. <laughs> The practice gives us a valid contact point with the music industry. From this contact point, as you can see, Jeb is very well spoken. Very well. From this contact point, we have tried to give the group all kinds of deals on music, from free discounts. The end goal is to have even more freebies, discounts, and maybe even to give away a set of headphones once in a while. The chart shows that the that I'm sorry, I'm going to do that again. Give <laughs> <laughs> it the program, Morgan. Shit. The chart shows that that are produced from the chart have a decently large, consistent listener count monthly. So the more DJs that chart, the validity of the chart has, the more impact it can have on the group as a whole. The charts are pivotal. They are a product that we as a group can produce. To which Bobby Mack responded, Josh's mom, Snatch, also chooses not to participate. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag Clitty Waffles. <laughs> Thank you. Can you just yeah. say Clitty Waffles one more time? Clitty Waffles. Thank you. <laughs> That's a new trending uh, Wow. Well, yeah. what did we learn? Two things. Yeah. Jeb Gerald is very passionate, very passionate about, about charting. It. I, that's why I said I don't want to dump on it. It's just I, I disagree. Why do you disagree? I, I think the music industry spends millions of dollars on analyzing trends in music, and they don't care with 100 old DJs are doing in titty bars. I just disagree with that. That's all. I, I'm, I'm going to stick up for Jeb on this one, because, uh, and only because this – the charts actually recently came to my rescue uh, at, at a job that I lost. Um, <laughs> uh, nice to see they're working. <laughs> and I said this to you guys on the break. Sometimes, uh, yeah, of course, we're all submitting, uh, many of us are submitting the same Billboard Top 20. However, uh, 
there more often than not there's an there's an awful song on there and we're we're actually relying as DJs on that great remix of that slow ass Drake song or that awful ass Rihanna song or that 62 beat per minute number one hit that won't leave the friggin charts and somebody thank god has found it through a DJ service remixed by somebody good and then you'll find out that DJ mixes name and you'll find out this company that you got it from and so the chart does help me it's that It's a matter way. of convenience yeah. and, and that way I, I I agree with that in that way but you know like I'm I'm subscribed to the DJ pools and you know I just I have access to that stuff too I just all right so you made a point all right fuck it I'll chart what do you want from me I just- <laughs> I too support Jeb Gerald on this one, Josh, and it's not. I'm not trying to bag on you here, but as a guy who has 50 clubs nationwide that I, I, you know, have to tend to different markets. So for me, it's great market research to see these charts and where they're lining up, and you know, it gives me a better idea of what my guys in Texas are thinking compared to what my guys on the East Coast are thinking compared to what my guys in the Midwest are thinking. You know, so for me, it's a great reference point to have to educate you know the DJs as to what they should be playing as as good market research uh, from a you know from a managerial point of view I'm right going to I'm going to dogpile on that Okay. You need to chart because you that Spanish music really does help DJs like me who have to look at who get the Spanish girls going. I'm so fucking sick of this same remix. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. and it just that actually looking on there. That's how when when I came down when you got when you were getting hired at Playmates, mm-hmm. that was a big deal that I checked some of the some of the reggae right. reggaeton charts. Yeah. I was like, I only know like the really the pro- crossover hits and like the right. Yeah, right. You know, it's yeah. like if it's got Pitbull in it, yay! But then I that's when I discovered like the the Mia, the Bad Bunny, and and um, <clears throat> the other stuff. I really yeah. I really like yeah. it. And there's a, there's a whole uh, genre of just Cuban artists that are really popular down here uh, for my customers and for my girls. There's certain songs that I play at a certain time where the whole place lights up and they jump out of their seats and they do that little so do you dance. think. And, uh, Do you think Don Mega knows that in Arizona right now? No, no he doesn't. And right. you would be able to influence <laughs> some other DJs like a Binger, like a Mega, like a Mac that don't necessarily have that knowledge of that music that's in your market. And the Panda Charts are helping educate and supply our DJs with an effective tool to make them better at their craft. And, and I also noticed that the Panda Charts have evolved. They've also got the top five hits in rock. They've got, right. they've got a, a few little branch charts, and maybe it's worthwhile to do a, a good Latin or maybe a Southeastern or a regional chart. A regional chart would be really cool, Yeah, you know, yeah. for sure. Yeah, so I, I don't know, Josh. I think we're in consensus here that you're just kind of yeah. being a... All right, yeah. <laughs> but if it I makes mean, you feel any better, we've just suggested an idea that will triple his workload. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're an asshole, but Jeb's going to have to work harder now because yeah. we're putting more on his plate. Right. So... You know, I guess I guess you you both lose, right? Listen, I love all you guys. If it'll make everybody feel better, I'll fucking submit a chart. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would definitely a, make we, me feel better. You want to want to take a vote? Do we have a commitment that Josh will do this by the end of tomorrow? Ooh, ooh, hold on. <laughs> at, at least give him until I do it. I won't be doing it until I get home. So, okay. <laughs> Josh, do we have a commitment from you that you're gonna you're gonna chart on Panda this month? Yeah. A verbal All commitment. right! Sure. Yes. Wow. I, w- I will submit a chart this month. And let's take a vote real quick. How many people thought Josh was an asshole for this whole thread that he put Jeb Gerald out on Main Street? Um, <laughs> I vote yes. Binger? Do you, do you think Josh was being an asshole? <laughs> Binger? 
Just give me a yes or a no. I don't think he was being an asshole. Yeah, no, pussy. Bobby? I like Josh because he's an asshole. I vote yes. yes thank you. Uh, Morgan Freeman? Uh, hell yeah. That nigga's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So All right. let's move that forward. That being said. Um, maybe next week we'll get Jeb Gerald on the phone so you guys can talk it out. You can hash it out. You can mm-hmm. hash it out. But, I'll get uh, out maybe. But, uh, get him early. You know, hey, kudos to Panda. You know, we, we, we're big supporters of Panda. And in Vegas in August, we're actually uh, going to be able to share a venue with Panda and uh, Centerfold Strips. We got the two people hosting the Panda Party in this right room right, here. right here in the building, Bobby everybody. Mack and Binger are actually going to be hosting uh, I couldn't think I mean, party. better duo to I mean, have you to host this event. You wouldn't know that from watching the video that we posted. <laughs> Excuse but, yes. me. You, you see me in my crop top from last year. <laughs> in my crown. Looking does, does Morgan Freeman want to talk about the Daniel Montoya story now, too? We we'll can do save that. that one for next week. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. Nice. Well, so Binger and Bobby are hosting um, the Panda Awards. They're going to host the party itself. And uh, you guys actually got together for lunch this week while Binger was in town, and you were already discussing what you're going to do, right? We did, yes. I uh, I went to lunch with Binger, and we're at Dave & Buster's, and he's wearing a metal t-shirt or some kind of musical t-shirt, and we're talking about concerts and festivals and stuff, and it dawns on me, God, I should have brought him to Rock and Roll Ribs. Yeah. So uh, I mentioned it to him that's where we should have gone, and he had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, oh, God damn it, now we have to go. Yeah. So uh, Cindy was taking me out there for Father's Day for for lunch she said i can go anywhere i want to go and i picked rock and roll ribs and i'm like can i bring a friend and she's like yes can i bring my brother well sure let's get everybody come on so we all caravan down to rock and roll ribs and took it over for the afternoon that's no. awesome and if, nice. you, if guys listening you don't know what rock and ribs is it's the uh it's the rib joint that is where barbecue meets metal it is a uh it was opened by the drummer of the band iron maiden and his entire library of like fun and props it's a really cool spot it's yeah. all over yeah, it's like it's a cool. little the ribs like, are really good yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the shit. amazing thing like the you ribs think, are really good you think you're going for the gimmick you're not you're no. going for the food. food right right that's great that's great well, we're all going to be going to Expo this year in the Panda Party for oh, the yeah. hosts. We're rolling deep for our hosts, and I think you guys are going to... I can't wait to see you play off each other. I can't wait to see how many costume changes there's going to be. I can't wait <laughs> to see... Choreographed dance routine, perhaps? I, I, I can't wait to hear the burns and the... Because like, you mm. guys, by nature, are ball busters. I mean, you know, um, I always tell Bobby, hit me the worst... But Binger, I would never say that to because he scares me sometimes yeah. with his ball busting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't want to get your feelings so hurt. putting those two together, I almost wish we were doing a roast just because mm-hmm. of that. But I think they're initially <laughs> going to roast the crowd if I had to guess. If I had to guess, here's what I think is going to happen or what you guys probably talked about. They, they're they're going to get together, come out, um, warm up the crowd, tell a few jokes, maybe an anecdote, anecdote or a story, come out in maybe three to five costume changes, and they're going to probably roast Three to four people in the Who, crowd. Who's he? Yeah. What costumes are we wearing? <laughs> That's the only thing I can't think of. He's got us wearing. You better figure it out. Man. Oh, I can you see you guys August. in costumes, and if not, you should totally be in. There should be at least four costume changes throughout the night. At least maybe, maybe I can borrow a onesie from Annie Lane. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's the thing I'm thinking, uh, Lori Lane has the Elvis jumpsuit that you might actually fit in. Uh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> She's a tall a girl. I'm just trying to think. 
I'm not a tall guy, though. No, that's what I mean. But, <laughs> yeah, you're but also... you can get onesies at Walmart now for like 20 bucks. I want Annie Lane's onesie. Shut okay. up. <laughs> all right, all right. No, all this right. is Lori Lane has the Elvis one, not Annie Lane. No, but I want Annie Lane's onesie. <laughs> oh. I know what I'm saying. I know what the fuck. The girl who's performing at our award show, yeah, I want her onesie. You can wear her pink Power Ranger outfit. I'll wear whatever the fuck she tells to me smell to. It. <laughs> he just wants to smell it. Binger's weird like that. Yeah. <laughs> Annie Lane's onesie. Oh, we're getting drunk at this time. And yeah, he's judging <laughs> me for foot porn, man. Some nerve. Nobody was judging you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. So they're going to be hosting at the, the opening party at Expo. Um, Bobby, I think you're hosting a couple events that week. I think Binger is too. Binger's going to be running the stage at he's the convention the center. And I, aren't you doing a lingerie, lingerie show? show. You're, yes. you're hosting lingerie show. So and that's on Wednesday, our, our chill day. Um, so a lot of things go into Expo. And last week, we talked about the EDIs, which was a huge part of Expo. We found out Charzane was the secondary winner. Awesome. Um, so Justice and Charzane are going up against the People's Choice for Entertainer of the Year at Expo. And nice. a big part of Expo is a man by the name of Dave Manick. Dave Manick is uh, the, I want to say, the brains and brawn behind what we do. He he runs the website for ED Publications. Um, he's an executive publisher for uh, the, the magazine. Um, he's so behind the scenes on everything we do. He's a very big figure in our industry, and um, he's very important to all of us, which is why we should make fun of him from time to time, correct? Right. <laughs> I, I think it's only fair. So last week when we were doing our podcast, we were talking um, about the EDIs, Bobby was the host, and um, we came up with Dave Manick was wearing a pink shirt and how metal of a guy he is. He loves his heavy metal, but yet he was wearing a pink shirt. So we challenged Josh last week, and I'll, I'll throw it to you now. Yeah, so okay, so uh, I was asked to uh, make a little parody song, if you will, mm -hmm. about, uh, about Metal Manic and his pink shirt. And so I put together a little something we like to call Hard in the Pink. And before you go there, you, you said that there was a bonus. Is this you, attached right, to it, or are you going to play this you just, separately? You stay tuned. Just You'll hear it. You just stay tuned. And then you go after and Bobby. Then it, right. And then I do a little little something for Bobby just said while we're on the topic of fashion. So once again, introduce the, the, the track right, to so our So ladies audience. and gentlemen, without further ado, a little something I like to call Hard in the Pink. Don't panic, metal manic, hard in the pink. Rocking pastels, he don't care what you think. Man, it was metal as fuck at the expo. Now we looking like a bottle of some Pepto. He can still be the unholy god of blasphemy. Or looking like a big strawberry daiquiri. Or like an Easter egg, don't let the man scare you. Metal man, it call him Pink Pantera. You don't care what you think Metal Manic don't let the man scare ya Yeah, we call it in the Pink Pantera yo, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up Yo, if we're gonna be talking about fashion Then there's one honorable mention I gotta make right now And I'm looking at you, Bobby Mack Yo, let's hit it Come on, baby Look at me Mac with them Daisy Dukes on. <laughs> Look at me Mac with them Daisy Dukes on. Look at me Mac with them Daisy Dukes on. Look at me Mac with them Daisy Dukes on. 
Look at B-Mac with them Daisy Dukes on Them legs here, got it going on Them shorts is up so high Showing off them creamy white thighs Hawaiian shirt looks sweet Air Monarch's on his feet So flying, I'm not hating Looking like a dad on vacation Come on, Bobby, <laughs> rock them Daisy Look at B-Mac with them Daisy Dukes on Look at B-Mac with them Daisy Dukes on Look at B-Mac oh, yeah. with them Daisy Dukes on oh. I think we found his intro music for the host of the awards. Wow. Order me a headstone right now because I am fucking dead. Wow. Right down to the Nike Air Monarch dead shoe. Josh. Yeah, man. Standing ovation, bro. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, gentlemen. Standing ovation. <laughs> I'm on my feet. Yes. That that was that was fucking brilliant. Nice. Bro. Nice. We have to do one every week. Every week. We every some. week. So so what's the homework assignment for next week? Because that was we have to do that again. Who is our guest next week? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know off the top of my head. Right Undetermined now. as of yet. Hey. Uh, what do we have coming up next week? We have. Uh, I mean, Fourth of July is around the corner. We've got. Uh, I don't know. But but I we need that was amazing. We have right. to do that. That was again. amazing. Yeah. Glad, glad you guys enjoyed that. I mean, you could even do a. I mean, maybe how about reconciling with uh, you know? How about the Jeb, Jeb Gerald and the charts? Yeah, Jeb up there. Like talk about the charts. Jeb Gerald and the charts. But 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 maybe it should be your apology to oh, Jeb no, Gerald. Fuck that. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. Leave See, it open. Leave it open topic because that's when you give him a little more freedom to work. Listen, I said I was going to submit a fucking chart. What more do you want? A written apology now, too? A fucking poem about it? Jesus he's Christ. Very, oh. He's very <laughs> bitter. He's very bitter about charting. Yeah. Really, that really gets under your skin, doesn't yeah, it? Really, it really grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> because for many years, I, I, I was trying to get into the music industry. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I just I feel like the music industry doesn't give a shit. I, you know, that is no, what it is. But, do, but if the DJs do, then yeah, he's hundred percent right. The yeah. music industry doesn't give a shit about forty-five year old fucking men. They don't. Yeah. They don't care. Right. Wow. So, Obviously, <laughs> as you can tell, our rock and roll is gone. <laughs> I mean, he, he hit it on the head. So, <clears throat> wow. All that right. Dave Manic rap was that made me cry. Bro, yeah. I had Pink tears Pantera. in my Pink eyes. Pantera. We're gonna call awesome. the, the Pink Pantera. The Pink Pantera. Yeah. I need a copy of that ASAP. Yeah, I'll, that's, I'll that is coming with me to every EDI show that we'll, I go we'll to. Post, we'll post a link to the song also. That, that's yes. separate from the that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so next week we're gonna try something with we'll Jeb, some Jeb Gerald rap. Uh, okay, there's a lot of material there. We can, bro, right now you are my favorite reason to tune into this show. Yeah, that was amazing. Amazing. All right, excellent. All right, so uh, okay, let's end there because I don't think we can top that. I mean, really, we ended on such a high note today. Great show, guys. I want to thank Anthony Binger Baleo from uh, Penthouse. Thank you for having Um, me, as always. Anything you want to plug or anything you got coming up, Penthouse wise, websites, anything? Um, We've got Havana Nights, a uh, customer appreciation party. Not this coming Thursday, next Thursday. It's an open bar from eight to ten. If you happen to be in New Orleans, our girls will be there. It's a, uh, it's going to be like a. I don't know. They said Havana Nights, so I imagine it's a, it's a, a Cuban uh, dirty dancing theme that we're doing. Very cool. Right. Nice. Right. nice. Yeah, if you're so ever- I'm going to need you to chart by next week. So I just want <laughs> fucking music. Man. I got you. I got yeah. you. If you're ever in New Orleans. Penthouse is a must-see. Best club in New Orleans, hands down. Bobby, any last words? Uh, Don't forget, Bobby Mack is your digital media graphics whore. Please get in contact with Bobby Mack at MackArtDesignsInc. at gmail.com or find me on Facebook. I'm there 24-7. Awesome. Josh? Excellent. 
Um, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, let's do it again next week. And July 3rd, uh, Wednesday night, Annie Lane is performing at the Tootsie's Cabaret Beach Party, celebrating the 3rd of July weekend. Annie's doing nine shows that weekend, and we invite everybody to come out. We're doing a hot dog eating contest and lots of really cool stuff coming up ahead that I can't announce yet, but I can't wait. We're so close. Nice. But uh, that's going to wrap up the show tonight, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Don Mega, for caring, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me.